BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. It's estimated that 85% of all customer service interactions are automated. Customers are the lifeblood of all business. Do you really want to put that responsibility in the hands of a robot? We're Ruby, the team of remote receptionists who answer all your calls and chats live. We take messages, transfer calls, answer questions, and treat everyone like your most valuable customer. We are real people who really care. Visit ruby.com. Or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby.
Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I said yesterday I was trying to do something with it. Like I said, you know, the, the trying part is over. I'm, I'm actually doing something with it. And uh, yesterday I, I spoke to you about finding your mission, your purpose, and you know what it's all for, and what's it about, and how to get at it. I so spoke to you about that yesterday. Now, and I told you that the only way to find your real purpose, your real mission in life, your real what for, the thing that you got to go get after is you got to connect with God. You have to connect with him because as your creator, no one knows better what you were made for than your maker. I mean, that just, I mean, it just make a lot of common sense, don't it? I mean, really, you know, People kill me with, with, with the lack of belief. I mean, you know, like all of this that we have today spun out from a cosmic ball of dust in the galaxy that cooled off and, and formed all these lakes and rivers and clouds and mountains and valleys and birds and animals and people from a cosmic speck of dust and that they act like there's no connection to a higher calling or a higher reasoning that, that's just you know and they, and they try to create for those that do believe this hocus pocus ritual this magical what is that there's no scientific i don't argue science i think that science is very real i think that science is very applicable i think that science helps us learn so many things but science ain't everything now you 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 might as well under that. There's some unexplainables that science can't wrap their mind around. So here they go with something else. And then you got the naysayers who who use that, the non-believers who use that as the proof that there is no higher calling or higher being. And I, I listen to me. I, I I don't really into explaining all that away. If that's how you feel, then go on and get to feeling how you feeling with it. But let me explain something to you. I just don't see how. I don't see how, man. What is this conscious that eats away at you from time to time? Where does the moral barometer come from that exists in your life? What makes you know the difference between right and wrong? Did that come from that cosmic speck of dust that spun out of control and cooled this fiery hot ball down and then these lakes and rivers and all the clouds and mountains got What? Where did your conscious come from? What is your need to cry out from? Where does the word Lord help me come from? Why when you get in a dark place and you whisper Jesus, where did it come from? Huh? What is that? What is that if you're driving on the road and your car caroms off a cliff? The words that come out your mouth, where, where them come from? Oh, Lord, help me. You know, where do, where do these promises come from that we make? These deals we cut that we make with a higher power. Why, why when you're at your lowest moment, man, you, you turn somewhere? Okay, enough of that. I, I've, I've explained my side of it. I, and a matter of fact, God is really almost unexplainable to me. So really for me to sit here and try to explain, I'm really not that good of a guy. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm not that person. So let me try to give you something real here, okay? So this we didn't just had that moment. I had to get that off my chest. I want, I, want, I want to share something with you about when you strike out to find your mission or how about when you strike out on your mission. Once you discover 
what your purpose is. Or let's let's simplify it. What happens when you set a goal and you're ready to strike out on that goal? What happens when you set an ambition in front of you or put something in your sights that you want to attain, that you want to become successful at? What's the mindset that you have to develop? There are three things you must first ask, you must then believe, and you must then receive. Now, the receive part, all these parts has got a thing to it. You just got to ask for it. You know, you've heard the scripture before, you have not because you ask not. Why don't you ask? But then after you ask, here's the kick. You got to believe that it can happen for you. Stop looking at the success of other people and not thinking that that same success can happen for you. And I'm not saying that specific way. I'm just saying a success can happen for you just like it can happen for somebody else. Why do you think it keeps happening to other people over and over? Because they ask and they believe. Now, here's the cold part. Receive it. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. What you mean receive it? I asked for it. I believe in it. Why would I not want to receive it? Act like it. Act like it's already there. Behave as though you have it in your hands. Smile about it. Realize that, man, it's just days away. And how many other days that is? If it's days away, it's just days away. We don't know if it's going to happen tomorrow, next week, in 30 days. We don't know if it's going to take a few years. But you got to receive it, though. You got to ask, you got to believe, and you got to receive it. You got to act as though it's there. Now, there's another part now to this about work. You know, don't please, faith without works is dead. Don't think you're going to just ask for something, believe in, and then go sit down and start watching TV. Come on now, let's get real. Let's not leave out the, the other jewel. You got to work. But now, hear what I want you to know about when you strike out on that mission. That the journey that you strike out on to accomplish a goal or to set out on the mission, if you could understand this, it'll help you so much. The journey is a process. It's not an arrival date. It's a process. All you're looking to do, folks, is start the process. Get it started. Don't worry about the arrival date. Act like it's there. The arrival date is coming. But... Here is the beauty of the journey being a process. But all along the way of your journey, you will find success. The whole time you're in the process of finding your mission, fulfilling your mission, uncovering your dreams, reaching your goals, the beauty of it is all along the way, you're going to find success on so many levels. And people fail to look at that part. They keep thinking to themselves, man, I ain't there yet. I ain't, you know, it's like when you take a little kid on a long car trip and they're in the backseat. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Boy, if you just look out the window, see where we done been. Look out the window. Look at the mountains. Look at these trees. Look at the views we got. No, we ain't there yet. But Lord have mercy. Look at what he's showing us along the way. Smell the roses. Have yourself a cup of coffee. Chill every now and then and see what he's doing for you. Because the journey is a process. 
But man, know that in the process of arriving at your designated goal, dream, ambition, or mission, understand this. There are things that are going to happen to you along the way, man, that will be so gratifying and fulfilling where the journey is joyful. There is joy in the journey. You don't have to be there to appreciate the ride. Appreciate the journey and the process. Stop getting mad because you ain't at the arrival date or your dreams ain't came true yet. Look up. You might discover, man, that you living better. You might discover that you don't have a million yet, but you done made a quarter of a million. What you tripping for? Because you ain't got the million yet. Remember when you didn't have nothing? Be grateful for the $250,000 mark, the $100,000 mark, the $322,000 mark. Don't you understand, man? You may not be where you want to be, but man, can't you thank God that you ain't where you was? How about that one? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, humans, adenoids, Martians, aliens, good morning. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Today's show is dedicated to dog catchers all around the country. Those of you who spend your life catching dogs. No one has ever dedicated a show to dog catchers to my knowledge. Therefore, we are dedicating today to all dog catchers. We're making history up here. Yeah, this is history. We're dedicating the show to dog catchers. Man, congratulations, brothers and sisters, all of you out there that tore without the thanks of being a dog catcher. Who has ever thanked a dog catcher? Who has ever took a moment out and said, man, the great work that dog catchers do? Nobody. Let's put a hand in. We got Secretary Day. Put your hands together for dog catchers. Dog catchers. Dog catchers. Okay. Okay. The bites they take for us. Do Do they have cat catchers? Well, I guess they have animal control. Yeah. You yeah. know. I guess yeah. they come in. Dog. Dog. Uh-huh. I think we old dog. school uh-huh. things. Who has ever thanked the dog catcher? Oh, he back. Bought a girl with him this time. <laughs> oh, man. Well, morning. What's up, Carla? Hey, Steve. Hey, crew. Hey, what's Junior. Up, Shirley? Hey, Steve. Hey, everyone. Good morning. Junior. Morning, everybody. What's up, Unc? Morning, everybody. What's up, Unc? Food number one. Yay, yay, in the building. Yeah. Hey, man, uh, somebody tweeted me and said, can Tommy be a little bit more original on your greeting in the morning? Somebody tweeted me that because you do the yay, yay. You know, the ice cube thing. Well, good morning. Is that original? (laughs) No, that's that show ain't original. That's why I come with stuff like good morning, boys and girls, dog (laughs) catching. Okay. So good morning, everybody. And cat catchers and squirrel catchers and insect people. A little early for you? <laughs> insect no. people? No. Insect exterminators. Oh, like, oh, yeah, a pest Exterminators. Try to make up for that. <laughs> Steve is all over the place. We got Starbucks coming in the studio. Yeah. And what, what didn't you like about the last Starbucks run? Uh, it came two hours after the run. <laughs> it came two hours after the run began. Sorry, man. <laughs> That's what happened. Oh, so we got it early this time at the beginning but, of the show. But see, yeah. what happened this time was, and this is Kia's dude. Uh-huh. Shout out to B. What's up, B? Now, B, <laughs> Brian, B, Brian. what didn't got it, what happened to this trip was 
a girl was involved in this. <laughs> well, uh, that was thigh high star. boots on. I did that on purpose. I sent, yeah, my assistant yeah. star with him. I knew she'd handle it. Shirley's yeah, <laughs> assistant and Junior's dude went there together. She got on thigh high boots. Now he back on time. <laughs> yeah, he put and he put both stud earrings in today. Yeah. He had just been wearing one. Yeah. yeah. He saw her. He went in his backpack and pulled out the other one. He's shiny. Boy, let me tell you something. And he's pulling up his pants, walking oh, up. Oh, and he got the cold shoes on today. And she right, okay, and they uh, talking. Look at how right. mean her, mean her friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that little joke. This is All a crazy right, look, show. When we come back, something funny. You're not going to believe this. Uh, we did it earlier this week, but in case you missed it, mm-hmm. Steve and the Dramatics, his favorite dramatic <laughs> song when we come back. Oh, yeah. that's sweet yeah. about this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, the movie, the new movie Detroit is coming out tomorrow. In case you missed it, uh, it it's also it's about what happened in Detroit back in 1967. But more important, it's also about the start of the Dramatics, one of Steve's favorite groups in the whole Wait world. Wait a minute, man. man! But more important, it's not more importantly, it's more important than it's it's to me, no. And you feel some kind of way about the dramatics. Fifty and their years music. ago, yeah, I was ten. I was too young to really grasp yeah. uh-huh. what was going on. Look, mm-hmm. I understood that Martin Luther King Some was part. being killed. Yeah, I understood. I understood the riots. I participated in the riots with my brothers. I got wow. whipped for it, but I participated. Okay. So I understood that. And what happened in Detroit, I was unaware of at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So that event can't possibly mean more to me than the birth and the development of the dramatics. There ain't no way in the world. There ain't no way in the world. Now, I was too young. I had already had to drink Martin Luther King. That was enough yes. at 10. Mm-hmm. Devastating. That yes. was 10. Yeah. 11, I was done. They killed him. What? Yeah. yeah. 68, yeah. they killed him. Yeah. I'm Heart 11. Broken. Yeah, heartbroken. Okay, now, now we got that out the way. That's all I can handle at 10. Mm-hmm. So what happened in Detroit, as tragic as it was, and as deep and as binding to history as it was, Oh yeah. I couldn't swallow no more. I was in Cleveland catching hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ain't got to go 111 miles, no. Yeah. But the birth of the dramatics, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also what the movie Detroit is about, and man, Most oh, man. So for me. <laughs> <laughs> and you love their music. Damn near everything. (laughs) They they got, they got songs like shopping. Yes. Uh What Uh, you see is what you get. Hey, you get off my mountain. Hey, you (laughs) get off off my mountain. (laughs) Hey, you. Hey, you. Boy, what else they have? Somebody get a list of dramatic songs. Get up and get down. Oh yeah, remember that. Get up and yeah. get down. Yeah. Woo, 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 woo. Get up and get down. I want to go outside in the rain. I want to go outside <laughs> in the rain. It may sound crazy, but I want to go outside. Host to the fool. You gave it all, <laughs> all to him, and he wasn't true. He tried to find another girl, 
Sweeter than you. <laughs> Be my girl. Oh, yeah. That was the jam. Be my girl. 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 Man, I missed it. You missed it. You don't know, man, what they So let me ask you about me and Mrs. Jones. Did they do that? They did it, but it was a Billy Paul cut. Okay, so Billy Paul did it, and then they did it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Mrs. Jones. Nobody did it better than Billy, Billy Paul. That's right. Okay. Nobody. That's right. Okay. Nobody did it. All right. Oh. Y'all got any more? <laughs> you you here for Man, us? I'm caught up in this one. <laughs> I, 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 my mouth is the, wide open. No, I, I'm gonna know it <laughs> if you say the name of him. Give me a second. Did you Did you do toast? Yeah, he did toast. Oh, let's give a toast. <laughs> give a toast. Give a toast to the fool who let you go. Who let you go? He can't hurt you no more. No, no, no. Three chairs to the fool. That was Squirrel. Squirrel did it. Squirrel. Yeah. Man, thank you, Jesus. You're anybody, the best, anybody else? You're the best thing in my life. Oh, oh, door to your heart. You did you that did one. Door. door to your heart. Just yeah. shopping. Just shopping. Not buying anything. Uh-huh. Not buying damn. anything. Yeah. Junior, you don't know uh, none of this. You said you said. I don't know nothing. You said you were. My mama played all these songs. Them eight tracks. Just yo. shopping. <laughs> what else, Cheryl? Uh, I cried all the way home. You remember that one? Uh, Stop your weeping. Oh, no, no. Uh, can, can I just ask I a question? Go ahead. And I panic on the day. Not yet. And I panic. <laughs> I know. We're just up and go away. I know. Boy, that was our Oh, yeah, and, and I, I panic. panic yeah. and cried. Boy, he found out this girl was leaving. He panicked and cried. Yeah. <laughs> Crisis. <laughs> yeah, a crisis. crisis. Trying to get over losing you. You remember that one? Trying to get over losing you. Don't make me no promises. They had a lot, had a lot of, a lot of records. Yeah, yeah, a lot of big. So records. the dramatics was huge. You know, Snoop yeah. is a huge Snoop Dogg, huge yeah. dramatics wait, hold on, fan. Hold on, hold on. How many no, no, people no, no, in the group? Wait, 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 he about to backslap Junior. Backslap me, but I'm just trying. Junior, the question. Say? Look at his face. No, what'd you say? I said dramatics was huge. Was Jodeci huge? Okay, what I'm saying. What's Joe to see here? Yes, sir. Thank but I'm trying to say, like, like, okay. Okay, Rich. That's what I'm trying to find out. Like, if they was today, like, who would you compare them to today? Like, a group? Ain't nobody. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Dang, they don't sing like that. Okay. It's hard to compare today. It's talented people today. But you can't, because they can't sing like they did back then. It was not a requirement to sing like that. To sing back then, you to get a contract back then, your ass had to sing. Mm-mm. Talking was not allowed. <laughs> On the song. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You call it rapping if you want to. But, yeah. That was not allowed. Only to introduce. Yeah, they might yeah, introduce. You can introduce, it. or yeah. in the middle of the song, you can talk. A monologue. No, yeah. no hey, rap girl. was not it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't ask no more questions. It takes them there, though, right? Your ass talking about some damn Jodas. But I'm with but you. But Jodas is good now, Steve, for, yeah. For in Junior's era, yes, for the nineties, and, and all of yeah, yeah Jodeci is great. Yeah, but they ain't the dramatics though. <laughs> He's getting mad. He's getting mad. <laughs>
Man, you gonna he make got me his slack back to you, Junior. <laughs> For real, dog. I'm gonna quit talking. You know, and normally I like Junior. But, but he get on your nerves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The junior is saying like really some offensive. Boys <laughs> to men, boys to men, Steve. Oh, they great. Yeah, uh-huh. oh, harmony. Then Jim would be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann will be here with today's national news and our headlines. A lot to talk about there. But right now, the nephews on tap with Run That Prank Back. Shirley, this is the barber shop. This, this is for all barbers that move the chair with their pelvis. Ugh. All of you all. <laughs> Listen up close. Cuss, this is Brady. Uh, Brady, how you doing, man? My name my name is Dennis, man. I got a haircut from you a couple weeks ago. Yeah, what's up, Dennis? What can I do for you, brother? Hey, listen, um, I wanted to get an appointment with you, man. Uh, like I said, I was there a couple weeks ago, man. My first time getting a haircut from you. Did a real, real good job, so I want to say thank you for that. All right, no, not a problem, not a problem. Okay, do do you have any um in, in, any time on, available on Thursday? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you come up there Thursday, that'd be fine. What's 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 your name again, bro? Uh, Dennis, man, Dennis. Okay, Dennis. Well, I, I can get you in, Dennis, about about three o'clock, man, something of that nature. I mean, you know, I normally work off appointments, you know. Come okay. Three. three o'clock, you'll be there. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there right there. Okay. okay. Hey, hey, I, I, I got a little bit of situation though, man, that happened last time I was there. I kind of wanted to talk to you about it, man, because it, it kind of caught me off guard. So I, I, I wanted to holler at you, man, and, and see if we could rectify the problem before I came back up there. What happened? Was somebody disrespect you or something? I mean, what, what was the deal? Well, um, it, it really wasn't somebody, man. It, it was, it was, it was, it was actually you. Me? Well, I mean, what's the what happened? Well, here's the deal, man. When you was cutting my hair, when it when it was time to turn the the, the chair, you you didn't turn the chair. With, with 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 your hand, man. See, Brady, man, you you turned the chair with your with your private part. Oh, come on, bro. Say, Dennis. I mean, Dennis. I'm a professional, man. I've been doing this 15 years, bro. Right, right. I don't think it's anything uh, deliberate, man. I think you just do it unconsciously, man. Cause you know you be leaning over on the chair cutting, and I think you don't realize, you know, you be turning the chair. With your private part instead of doing it with your hand, man. And see, my hand got caught out there, and I saw it out the corner of my eyes. I saw your private part coming towards my hand. I moved it just in time. You understand? No, bro. Now, now, now see, Dennis, I'm, I'm not understanding something, bro, because I don't, I don't, we don't operate like that around here, because, you know, I, I don't make mistakes like that, bro. I mean, you know, I don't know. You, you sure you're talking to the right person, man? Yeah, I mean, ain't you the third chair on the right when you walk in the door? Yeah, that, that is correct. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, man. And you cut me two weeks ago, and like I said, I really like my haircut, so I wanted to call back and rectify this problem. But, you know, you're going to have to turn the chair with your hand and not your pride part. If not, we're going to have a problem. Okay, but I, I, I feel you, and I understand your, your complaint and everything. I mean, I, I'm not understanding what you're saying, but I don't do that. You know, but I mean, we, we, we'll be glad to, you know what I'm saying, give you another cut or whatever, you understand, man? You know, but but I, I don't move nobody you know, around with my private man. You know, that's just not me. You know? Okay, I understand what you're saying, but I want you to hear what I'm saying. If you put your private on there at all when I come in there Thursday, then I, I promise you I'm gonna jump up and we're gonna have a problem. Well, 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 well see now, 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 right there, Dennis. I, I'm not, I'm not feeling that jump up having a problem because you know you, you don't really know me like that, bro. You know, I mean, I, I'm trying to be professional here and. and, and Solve your little issues that you got, you understand me? But, but all this jumping up and, and stuff you're talking about doing, I, I don't know hey about man, all that stuff. I'm trying to come in and get a nice haircut and walk out with a nice haircut. What I don't want to do 
It's come down there. You lean over, put your private part where I got my arms and my hands at, and I got whoop your. Now that's what see, I don't. See, 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 you're from, uh, you, you starting to, you're touching me wrong. Talking about you talking about I'm okay. touching you wrong. You touched me wrong two weeks ago when you put your private on my hand, man. Thank you, folks. Ain't nobody touch you like that. Tell you feel me? Say what? I don't know who the hell you think you're talking to, man. You know we don't run on here. Hey, dog, all I'm trying to say is a brother trying to come in and get his hair cut and walk out feeling like a man and not walk out feeling violated, man, because you didn't turn the chair with your private part all up against my hand and my elbow and stuff, man. Hold up, hold up, boy. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember really like that. I'm a grown and say, bro, you know, I tried to talk to you, you feel me? But now you don't rub me wrong. Ain't no punk flying here, you understand me? Well, ain't no punk flying there. Then keep it off my hand, then. Say, hold up. Let me tell you something. Say, man, we don't play that over here. You bring your stupid over here. I'm going to tell you right now, you get backed up out this You understand me? Hey, hey well, quicker. We don't play no punk over here. This, is, this ain't a salon. It's a barbershop. It's real over here. You hear me? I hear what you're saying, but let me explain something. You quit using your hips and your private section like a pinball machine. I'm going to tell you right now, boy, I will push up on your You come up with that You understand me? I'm trying to get a haircut and walk out of there like a man, feeling like a man. I bet you open you up. I'm gonna open you up, boy. You must think you out here now. Now, piss off. Watch out. No, come on here with that. Guarantee you, I do something to your heart. What you wanna be? This ain't no salon. This is a barber shop. Cuts, my. You understand me? Honest. Hold what? I ain't got no time for that. my real name on my shirt then you, you want to know what my real name is that's what's up Do, that's what's up baby. okay then you might want you want you want to know what name gonna be on the shirt i want to know what gonna be on the shirt all right then the name on the shirt is nephew tommy from the steve harvey morning show And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Man, Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anybody more stupid than me, y'all? Hell just tell. no. Uh, I just no, 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 no. Wait, let me think. Let me think. No. Yeah. Okay. But surely, nah. let me tell you this. What? It really ain't got damn thing to do with the prank. What? <laughs> <laughs> you just timing it that <laughs> way? That's, that's, I don't know why you ask us that after the after break. Because right. you can pose that question to me at 621. After the strawberry letter, as soon as we crack the mic. Exactly. Right after oh. high. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody Whatever. stupid than me? Hell no. That was Labor fun. Day weekend festival, y'all. It's Saturday. But he September the 2nd. Anybody most stupid than me? No. no. Tampa, Florida. No. I will be there. Nephew Tommy hosting, featuring Frankie Beverly and Mays. Tank is in the building. 
Get your tickets. They're on sale right now. It's at the USF Sundome in Tampa, Florida, Saturday night, September the 2nd, Labor Day weekend. Tickets on sale right now. Anybody more stupid than me? <laughs> Shut up, boy. I'm still confused, though. <laughs> Is this the Tommy Show featuring Frankie Beverly and May? That's how I look. This at. is your show, and you're gracious enough to let, let Frankie Beverly Maze. Frankie, Frankie can't wait to be on stage with me. You understand? Know <laughs> really? Tommy. And I'm going to have on white and a white cap, too. What? Tommy. Huh? <laughs> don't say that. But that's what? how he's saying it, though. It, don't say that. School your Me nephew. and Frankie together. This is this is nice. This is good Frankie for me. Frankie's not like going to be honored to be on stage. <laughs> they ain't even going to let you introduce me. <laughs> Uh, you know, because I'm hosting and I ain't going to introduce Frank. You ain't going to introduce him. They don't need no. His own. No. They don't need ass, no introduction. Your ass going to walk off. That band <laughs> going to walk on. They going to start. Then Frank going to yeah. walk on. And he's going to walk out and the crowd's yeah. going to go crazy. He's been doing yeah, that the for band, years, band comes on first. Yeah. yeah. Maze comes on first. Yeah. Then yeah. Frankie. Yeah. That is true. You won't be introducing him. Yeah. Now, you <laughs> will introduce Tank. I think he's... <laughs> Okay, uh, Miss Ann is here with our national news. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. What is going on? Uh, the White House acknowledged that President Trump put out a statement on behalf of Donald Trump Jr. about his son's controversial meeting with a Russian lawyer during the campaign. You remember that? It was, mm-hmm. It's been in the news for a while now. Uh, It added that the statement was the truth and Trump was just doing what any father would do. Okay, all you fathers out there, take note. Uh, The White House acknowledges uh, acknowledgement of Trump's involvement is a statement um, and it is a direct contradiction to past statements from Trump's lawyers claiming that he had no involvement. Hey. First, he had no involvement. Now he did have involvement. So. Listen, come on. do with any yeah. father. Well, would well, okay. You're a father, Steve. So come on. Well, I would protect my son. Mm-hmm. Now I would, I would step up to protect mm-hmm. my son. Mm-hmm. Period. At all costs. But he didn't say that at first. No, that's the problem. He said that's he had no involvement whatsoever. Right. Yeah. But see, okay. Okay, can I ask a question? <laughs> yeah. Can I ask a question? Come on yeah, and ask. We're yeah. listening. Uh-huh. Do you all think hmm. that they have proof that there was collusion with Russia? That they have proof? Yeah. I think there's something there. Where there's smoke, there's fire. I do think. I don't know if they have proof, because if they had proof, they probably would show their right. hand. Right. Yeah. But there's something. So I don't think they have proof. I think that there is something, like mm-hmm, you said. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like, they have talked to them. Oh, for but sure. This is what I think. Well, I Donald think, Trump Jr. did talk to him. And I know they and did. And so right. did Jared Kushner. Yeah. And I do believe that somebody said in Russia, hey, we have some information that could be damaging about Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Clinton. Absolutely. Yeah. I believe that. That's yes. why they took the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> and they took the meeting. I believe that. Mm-hmm. That's that's politics. Yeah. To me, I, th- I think that really happened. Now, did they affect the election? I don't think so. Huh. I don't think they had anything to do with the outcome of the election. I think what hurt Hillary Clinton, in my opinion, mm-hmm. was the James Comey thing, the oh, Jim yeah, Comey, for sure. whatever his, uh-huh. him coming okay. out at that last, last moment, yeah, for that sure. hurt him. Uh-huh. And then the campaign direction that the Democratic Party took caused her to elect because she did not take the time for Michigan 
Oh, he yeah. did not take the time for Wisconsin. Oh, uh, yeah. She, she made just some major said, mm-hmm. okay, yes. it's a blue state, but her campaign people told her that. Yeah. yeah she, she took a lot for granted. And she so, did. therefore, in the electoral college vote, mm-hmm. since she wasn't there, mm-hmm. Donald Trump went there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, and he flipped states. a blue state, and those were the flip states, yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah. Michigan. Because when they started counting the votes, I said, boy, when they get to Detroit, this is going to be a landslide. Michigan. But then... Uh oh, it yeah. wasn't. Yeah. And next yeah. thing Those you know, Michigan counties and all that. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The rural counties flipped mm-hmm. it over because not enough urban votes turned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so, right. No I vote think- was a vote for him. But the other issue too with Donald Trump were, with Junior meeting with Russia, you're meeting with another country. Yeah, that's you're, right. You're talking to another that country used to be our about enemy. Uh, yeah about our election, our presidential election. And you had no business doing that. And right. listen to me. They've done business. Business. Oh, yeah. He sold a place that he bought for 30, 40 million yeah. to a Russian for 90 million. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. Well, that's why people <laughs> voted for him. He's a yeah. businessman. And uh-huh. he, can't it, run has, it has something right. to do with something else. Right. But none of that has nothing to do with where our country's going. And until we get beyond this, uh-huh. this country's in a stalemate right now. Yeah, it is. Uh, okay, uh, I think the we, truth we, is slowly we coming we out though about Russia. Russia. Yeah, we've come out of time. I, I mean, we've run out of time. So introduce Miss Ann right now, please. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely Miss Ann Tripp. Morning, everybody. Yes, here we go again. This is Ann Tripp with the news, everyone. Well, President Trump has thrown his support behind a bill that would cut legal immigration to the U.S. in half, while also changing the criteria for entry. This competitive application process will favor applicants who can speak English, financially support themselves and their families, and demonstrate skills that will contribute to our economy. The measure was introduced by Republican Senators Tom Cotton of Arkansas, David Perdue of Georgia, who contend that current immigration policy opens the door to too many low-skilled workers, creating unfair competition to Americans, especially those with only a high school diploma or less, because immigrants are willing, he says, to work for less money. Cotton and Perdue say their bill is modeled after the skills-based immigration laws in Canada and Australia. By the way, the plan has already drawn criticism from fellow Republicans and Democrats as well. It's not expected to garner enough votes to pass, but... At least right now. We'll see. According to an article in Golf Magazine, uh, President Trump reportedly told members of his Bedminster, New Jersey, golf club that he spends weekends there because, quote, the White House is a real dump, unquote. Trump is scheduled to spend his vacation at that club starting tomorrow through the 20th. By the way, he says the report in Golf Magazine is, you guessed it, fake news. For the first time in history, in its history, the NAACP issued a travel warning for African-Americans. Here it is. Attorney Nimrod Chappell, Jr., president of the NAACP in Missouri, advising extreme caution for blacks in that state, warning that African-Americans could be subjected to discrimination and harassment. Chappell says that a bill recently signed into law by the governor there essentially legalizes discrimination by making it very hard to prove, hearkening back to earlier times and not good ones. The Jim Crow bill, in the eyes of the NAACP, That's what it was breathing life into. The best evidence would be like a memo, right? Uh, We discriminated against so-and-so because they are who they are. Nobody writes memos. Getting that that kind of evidence can be very, very difficult. In other words, a person can file a discrimination claim in Missouri if race, religion, or gender are a contributing factor. But starting in a few weeks when that law goes into effect, alleged victims of discrimination will have to prove that it is a motivating factor. 
something much, much harder to nail down legally. That's what he was saying. Jeff Sessions, uh, the Justice Department under him, going after American universities over their affirmative action policies, concerned about discrimination against white applicants. And today, National Air Pain Crop Crop Duster Day, National Watermelon Day, and National Martial Arts Day. Ah, Eugene the Butterfly, 20 minutes after the hour. Stay tuned to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we go. Get your mind right. Come on, Steve. Everybody know what I'm talking about. Yeah, Vinny Brown loves him. If don't nobody, Eugene. Good morning, everyone. Steven, today is a very good day for you and I. Today is anger. Man, come on, man. Okay, listen, today is anger management session. This is our first session, and I have invited my psychiatrist, Dr. Castleberry, is on the line and is going to help us with our anger management. Dr. Castleberry, are you there? I am. Hello. Thank you. Good. I want you to meet my boss, Steve Harvey, and hopefully you can help us with our anger management. Yes, of course. Hello, Mr. Harvey. How are you today? Yes, ma'am. How are you? Who, who is this? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, yes, so, therapist. Yes, yes. Uh, one thing that uh, I see that is prolific within the African-American community is that we shun away from therapy. And uh, that is one of the things that is important mm-hmm. when, when it comes to our growth and self-development. And uh, one of the key issues I do see is anger issues and yes, it is he has the anger. yes and um you know those of us who truly care and truly love us will help us identify those issues so that we can become better people uh, uh dr so, castleberry yes yes can i ask you a question absolutely uh, before absolutely. we start this therapy session if 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 you're diagnosing it as anger, but what it really is is I flat out just don't like somebody. <laughs> See, that's what, do, what do you do about that? Because this really don't have nothing to do with anger. I'm not angry. I just don't care for him <laughs> at all. Oh, no level. That is considered anger. Let no, her, I didn't ask you. I'm okay, talking that, to Dr. Now that's Castleberry. anger, Steve. Because he Patience. interrupted. Patience. <clears throat> you hear his talk. Go ahead, yeah. doctor. Yes, actually, there's a. I can actually feel a lot of anger on the line right now, and uh, see, there's see? varying language, See, there's there's varying levels to it. But what we want to do is, um, I can understand your position, Mr. Harvey, uh, with all the energy you, how you can actually have a little bit more hostility, you know, uh, in your daily your daily uh, life, you know, operation. Uh-huh. But it's but not. It's, it's not about not liking anybody. It's about it's a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. You know. <laughs> well, did you? Well, then let me put it to you this way, then, Doctor. If, okay. If if I do not care for Eugene because of how I feel about myself, it would really be because. I would not like that side of Eugene to be a part of me. And therefore, I don't like me. <laughs> That's anger. That's all anger. The, the, the doctor is still anger at the end of the day. The uh, way you're not treats- the doctor. The doctor's talking. Thank you. Go ahead, Dr. Yeah. Casper. Uh, well, I thank you for that, Ms. Harvey. However, I would like to ask you, has um, 
Have you ever been bullied as a child? Uh-uh. Who? <laughs> hey, we got to go. Great yeah. session, hey, Doctor, but we on. have to hey, go. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. We want to continue. You want to do? This okay. is greatness right here. Great idea, Eugene. You're absolutely nothing again. Thank you, Dr. Castleberry. We'll be right back with more Dr. Castleberry and me. <laughs> this didn't go the way it was. I didn't know it did. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, listen, we're back in session with uh, the butterfly, Eugene, and uh, Steve Harvey, and the um, uh, therapist, Dr. Castleberry. So where do we leave off? Uh, we were talking, and uh, Dr. Castleberry asked me a question about being bullied. Dr. Castleberry, uh-huh. are you there? I am, yeah. yes. And the key reason is because everything manifests in our adulthood. And that may, that may be a, a reflection of you know, why you don't like, quote, unquote, other people. Yeah, it's not other people. It's just Eugene. I don't you're me- I, you're I, mean I love to me. Carla. I love Kia. I Thank love you. Jay. I love Mississippi Monica. I love Carla. I love Carla's children. I love Shirley's children. I love all my children. I love Cat Dog. I love everybody. I don't care yeah. for Eugene because of his rudeness I'm and, not being, and sense of entitlement. Uh, Dr. Yeah. Gasselberry, I'm not being rude. I'm being um, aggressive because he's always aggressive with me. That's the problem. He's always aggressive. Oh, so you are reacting in hostility, Eugene. Yes, when it, because okay. he's hostile. Even when he introduces me on the show, he's hostile with it. He's, he's never, fuzzy, he's never a fuzzy, fuzzy feeling. You know, a lot fuzzy. of about uh, there's, there's couple counseling, but what I offer is uh, friendship counseling, and so what that does is it heals the seed, the root of any kind of uh, transgression between the two, and I think that would greatly benefit you guys. Do what you I think hear, are we friends, Stephen? No. No. Could you be friends? No. <laughs> see, see, he's not even open for even trying. Well, That's see, let the... me explain it to you, Doctor. The reason I don't think we could be friends is because we have a difference of opinion on too many things. And I do like, like, Eugene doesn't play golf. Eugene doesn't play dominoes. Uh-huh. Eugene doesn't smoke cigars. And Eugene ain't married. Hmm. So you got right, what's get, what's being married got to do with it? Because I'm a family man, and I don't really hang out with single guys. And why I want to smoke a cigar that's going to choke me half to death? Why I want to do that? And then you gallivant around. You have several several uh, uh, sexual partners. Uh, oh, my. Yeah, you oh. didn't know that about it, <laughs> Oh, wow, doctor. That was a oh revelation, my. doctor. <laughs> yeah, that would be a different type of counseling uh, yeah. that I don't cover. Uh, however, what I can do for you both, if the desire is there for you, Mr. Harvey, like I clearly see it is for Mr. Eugene here, I see he wants to really root a friendship, a foundation with you. And I think maybe we can bridge that gap. But, you know, it takes two. You know, it takes yeah, two for any type of friendship or relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. And um, if, if you would like, you know, I'd like to see you both in my office. Well, we I'll do tell a lot you of what, trust activities. Well, I'll tell you, okay. You don't have time, though, do you? Oh, I ain't coming to nobody's office. Okay, but this is what we're going to do. I'll tell you what I will do, though, doctor. Said, oh, okay. Doctor, I will allow you to come on the show and try to openly work us through this from time to time. As a matter of fact, on his next session, on his next segment, I'd like to invite you back and we could possibly do it again and you work through it on the air. But I do not have time to go, nor do I consider it 
it valuable enough for me to take time. <laughs> it don't even make no money. Yeah, if we it, could if, go if we, I could if we can't fit there. it in the I show, could, it probably okay, ain't going to okay. happen. Okay. Well, I, yeah. you know, I can certainly do that for you. I think this is very important, and I see the heart that Mr. Eugene has, and I you know, I appreciate your openness, Mr. Harvey. But, but Dr. Thank you so, very much. Doctor, before you go, I have to say this. This is one thing we have to work on. The butterfly Eugene cries an awful lot. I mean, he, every, because every, my feelings every, get uh, hurt yeah. an awful lot. Uh, That's mm-hmm. the re- he got you, a counseling. You for are that? not going to do well in counseling if you're not going to listen. Yeah, I am listening and I'm responding to what Shirley said. You hear it? Yeah, I'm responding to what Shirley said. Well, you do, butterfly. I'm just trying to point that out to the doctor so she'll have a lot to work with here. She needs all the information. So, doctor, to yes. work. can you call, call back tomorrow to start <laughs> the therapy session for him? Absolutely. It's, it's not for me. It's Thank for you us. so much. Oh, Why are you so angry? angry. Yes. Oh, you're going to get out here in front of her and act like you don't be angry. Oh, act like no, you don't no, be hollering. You're going to get out here. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I see what may be really going on here. You see. No. Yeah. No, yes. No, he has switched it. He has switched it. Oh, well, my we, God. We have to go now, Doctor. Thank you so much. This has been very helpful for us all. Thank you so much. Prank phone call coming up next. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after the hour, get ready for today's crazy strawberry letter. But uh, up next, come on, nephew, what you got for the prank today? Musty, son. Huh? Play yeah. too much. Yeah, your son musty. Come on. Some of y'all got some nieces, nephew, just musty as all get out. Y'all know yeah. what I'm talking about? I got two. Five, six years old, just straight game. No. At five and six? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're just babies. If you what? come up with a baby deodorant right now, you're going to make plenty money. <laughs> That's a shame. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to reach Vanessa, please. This is she. Hi, Vanessa. My name is Robert. I'm the uh, uh, one of the owners. You know my wife, Michelle. We own the uh, daycare. Yes, 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 yes. How can I help you? Okay, we've been. Uh, I think we've had your son Malik probably close to a year now. Am I right? <laughs> yes, you have. Is everything okay? No, everything is fine. Everything is fine. I don't think we uh, we have a problem that we can't clear up. Um, I have a question for you. Have, have you been noticing anything different about Malik, um, uh, like concerning hygiene at all? Hygiene? No. Not that I can recall. What are you talking about? Okay. How old is Malik? He's two. Okay. Well, we seem to have come across a little glitch here that we're going to try to take care of here at the uh, at the daycare. I, actually, my wife didn't. I told her I would make the phone call and leave her out of it. I know you see her every day once. Yeah, you but drop, what, what, what glitch you are you talking about? What what is this glitch? I'm sorry. Glitch. What is this glitch that you want to talk about? I'm confused. Okay. Well, actually, what we're having is it seems like every day here lately for the last two months, uh, Malik has been. You know, very musty. You know, he hasn't been really what? sweaty, but just real musty. Okay, you clearly have the wrong child because I give my son a bath every night, and most mornings before he leaves the school, I give him another bath again. So, yeah, I'm pretty positive you have the wrong child. No, ma'am. Your son is Malik, right? And he's, he's two years old. You guys have been here with us right close to a year now, correct? Yes, and? Okay, and he's a cute little kid with the curly hair. I know exactly which one he is. So what I'm what I'm saying to you is that we are having problems 
he's just he's just reeking, you know, he's real musty. Okay, you so, know what, my son does not reek. I don't know what child you're talking about, but you're not talking about my child. I just told you I make sure that he gets a bath every night. So that's not my child. My child is very clean. Okay, well, well hang on, Vanessa. What I'm trying to get you to understand is I'm trying to, this is why my wife didn't want to call. Okay, and I'm glad I'm actually the one that made the call. What we need to do, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to try a little experiment for the next month or so. Experiment? I'm, gonna, I'm sorry? Well, what, what do you mean experiment? What kind of experiment? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some male deodorant on him. What? For the next, for the, well, just for the next month, and we'll see how it plays no, out. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to put anything on my child. That's not going to happen. Okay, well, ma'am, I'm trying to, I'm trying to fix the problem here. I just wanted to call. He and, doesn't have and a you, problem. I already told you that my son is clean. You're not going to put any deodorant on him, and if you do, it's going to be a problem. Do you understand me? Okay, ma'am, I'm not trying to have an argument with you. What I want you to know is, well, I'm not I'm trying, trying to have to, an argument either. But you're trying, to, you're talking about putting deodorant on my child. You you can't do that. I'm not going to have that happening. Please don't make me have to come back to that school for you and your wife. Okay, ma'am, listen, we're going to have to do something about your child. Your child is musty, okay? And you're sitting here getting an attitude with me, and I'm trying to let you know your child because is you're musty. you're nonsense. Maybe you're the one that's musty. Maybe you and your wife are musty. My child is not musty. I keep telling you that I bathe him every night. Which part of that don't you understand? I understand everything that you're saying. Maybe it's the soap. Maybe something is not taking effect. I'm not sure, okay? But Maybe you just didn't smell it right, because I don't know what child you're smelling, but you're not smelling my child. On him. You are not using male deodorant on my child. Do I need to come down there for you with the cops and sue your entire establishment? You don't want that to happen. Stay away from my child. Are you crazy? You know, matter of fact, where's my son? Ma'am, your son is fine. Your son is in there with the rest of the kids. They're playing. I, you know, today is the first day I sprayed a little bit of male deodorant on you his You did what? See how that worked okay, out. Okay, so you crazy. Look, Cheryl. Cheryl, can, can, can you cover for me for a couple of minutes? I'll be, I'm, I'm bringing my there right now. I'll be there within the hour because you must be crazy. What do you mean you sprayed my son? Ma'am, I just sprayed a little bit of deodorant on him just to see if we can. If I we didn't can give you permission to do that, and I keep telling you that there's nothing wrong with my child, and you took it upon yourself to go and spray my child, and you weren't supposed to do that. Are you crazy? I'm bringing my right now. Okay, well, what are you coming here for? The boy is, he, he, your son Malik is fine. Why are you coming here? No, he's clearly not fine. If you go around spraying why don't you spray Because clearly it's your smelling and reeking and funky as hell. I didn't give you no to spray my child. Yeah, I'm going to come down there and I you're... promise you, I promise you, I'm going to shoot all y'all because you Crazy. Okay, let me say this, ma'am. Your son is musty. He's been reeking for the my last time. My son is not musty. How many times I tell you that he's anymore, not musty? Okay? You know what? I ain't even trying to hear you, because you, you, you're clearly crazy. How do you go around spraying people's kids? I don't with my child. Did you smell the other kids? You know what? I'm about to get in my car and come down there for your ass, because you must be crazy. Hello? 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 Why did you hang up on me? I'm trying to fix the problem, ma'am. Wait, wait, wait. What the want? I told you that I'm coming down there. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Once. But I needed to let you know one more thing that's going on here. What could you possibly need to let me know? Because I'm on my way to right now. Where are you now? Are you in your car? Where are you? I am heading to my car, about to get in my car to come down there for because you must be crazy spraying my child. Before you get to your car, I need I need to tell you one more thing about your son, okay? Please, what you possibly have to tell me. I want to tell you that what? this is, listen to me, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend Cheryl got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Mother <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm 
in the parking lot about to come down there for <laughs> and that knew exactly what I was about. I'm going to get her. I'm going to get her because I'm thinking, I know my child is musty. I know my child is clean and he doesn't smell. Ooh, I'm going to get her. <laughs> I just talked to her. She said, she's right here in her cubicle. You got to call her right now. I said, okay, just chill out. I'm going to call her. Uh, we Ooh, got I'm going to get her. You don't know. <laughs> hey, is, is Malik nice and clean? <laughs> Malik is always nice and clean and smelling right. So I don't know what the hell you were talking about. I was like, not my child. He got the wrong child. You are about to get it. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Vanessa, you got to tell me one more thing, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> the one and only Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hi, <laughs> uh, what y'all think? Oh man, I, I was feeling that mom on that one. Huh? Yeah. Woo! Play hey, too much. Musty yes. baby. Your baby, your baby musty. <laughs> now, I didn't put some on him, some deodorant on him. You don't touch my baby, yeah. man. <laughs> Tom, I know this was a prank, but this is realish. I know. <laughs> Baby alone. I'm you, yeah, you get I, a baby deodorant, Junior. You get a baby de- deodorant. Take that to Thunderdome. You get a baby deodorant and take it in there. I promise baby you they going to fun you on that. Yeah, boy. <laughs> most, most little babies don't stink. Right. What? They smell like babies. Woo! Uh, uh-uh, I'm talking about 13, 14. Yeah, that's when it I'm happened. talking about the boy you tell him, go take a bath, and he just going to turn the shower on, be in there 30 <laughs> minutes. Sit in there. Right. Come out, ain't touch no water. <laughs> with a towel on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he didn't bathe. What is that about, Junior, with little boys? Y'all were little boys, I don't, you, I don't Tommy, know. I, we just lazy Steve, at that age. We just Steve. lazy. Why don't little boys want to like take the shower? Because like it's, it's time consuming. You know? <laughs> it's time consuming. Uh-huh. We got things to do. Like, what we in this water for? <laughs> to get clean. Yeah, but clean, I'm good. Mm. Yeah. We a little boys thinking that uh, they got other things to do. Mm. And this this bath is slowing down what but I could be outside stank. doing. Oh, yeah. that's how I feel about stopping to get gas. It's an inconvenience. <laughs> yeah. Tommy right was out. the same way. Listen, quit letting Tommy try to make y'all think he just germaphobic. You yeah. little nasty ass boy. <laughs> boy. Just like, Just like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't bathe. Uh-huh, you yeah. know, all the, he did yeah. the, all the stuff. Now he grown. No, 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 no. Let me say this. Let me say this. Shirley, Carla, most uh-huh. of the time uh-huh. that I was supposed to give a bath, he was supposed to give me the bath, and I never got the bath. Let's get it all the way out there. <laughs> uh-huh. so the person that, that was supposed Steve? to be bathing me at a younger age was not bathing me. Man, we gotta shut go. up, line. We'll be <laughs> Strawberry back. letter up next. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Uh, Yeah. Now, before we get to today's strawberry letter, and yes, it is a crazy one. As usual. Before you even ask. Yes. Uh, Junior, nephew, um, and Carla, this story's for you. Uh, Beyonce's interested in buying a stake in the Houston Rockets. Yeah. Because you are Houstonian. Come on, B. Yes. (laughs) She's about to bring the beat in. She's trying. Uh, This is according to Bloomberg now. the 35-year-old pop superstar, that is Beyonce, is considering investing in her hometown NBA team. Uh, the basketball team owner, Les Alexander, announced back in July that uh, he was selling the franchise, which he purchased in 1993, well, forget Houston. this, mm-hmm. a whopping $85 million. Mm. Forbes recently reported that the team is valued now at $1.65 billion. Woo! 
Whoa. <laughs> Talk about appreciate. <laughs> but they're going to pay more than that for it. They're going to pay more than that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm familiar with the transaction. They're going to pay more than that for it. Than 1.65? Billion? Point, yes, they're going. The, the buyer will pay more than that. Oh, for the it. buyer. Okay. Well, maybe they won't be the only. Yeah. No, no. They said Akeem Olajuwon interested in buying too. They have oh, a group, okay. an no, investment no, no, group. No. Yeah. Everybody has to have a group, with the exception of Facebook owner Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. Okay. He don't need a group. He has okay. so much money. And they say now your boy Amazon CEO. He's interested. Zuckerberg's interested. That's gonna blow it out the water. Oh, that's oh. like the dude that bought the Clippers and paid two billion for the Clippers. Oh yeah, yeah. He used to work for Microsoft. Yeah, or, I mean whatever mm-hmm. he worked for. That, when the big boys come in with that money, if they want to get it, they get it. and They push the price that's too high. That's oh. why it's not gonna sell at one point six. Mattress Mac wants some of it. He got some money. Yeah, Gallery Furniture. There's a big Ooh. furniture franchise store in Houston. Uh-huh. Very big for he years. Got paper. He you gotta got have a, but you have to have an investment. Group. He don't. He don't have that. Kind no, well, of paper. he doesn't. I yeah. agree. Well, Steve, you have what? Have you ever thought about buying a sports team? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh no, we don't want him in Houston with that. Uh-uh. <laughs> but any sports Not team. Not as much. He yeah. the dog Houston. Out. Hey, Unless dog. We hey, get some season hey, Tommy. tickets or something. Hey, <laughs> then you okay Tommy. with it? Then you explain with something to you. <laughs> I got a billion dollars. I'm not buying no damn team. But what? You love sports. You wouldn't buy none of Cleveland. You wouldn't buy none of Cleveland. Uh-uh. Really? You wouldn't want to. Why, why not? For what? Well, For other what? celebrities have done no, it, like can... Will Smith, right? Jada yeah, Pinkett, Justin Timberlake. Other celebrities have gone to jail for tax evasion, too. What that got to do with me? <laughs> so oh, I thought just, it was a thing to it's do. It's just not a business you're interested in because clearly it makes money. I mean, he yeah, bought yeah. it for $85 they're million. Now they're worth $1.65 But see, billion. you can't do that anymore because now, okay, the guy that bought the Clippers, when he sell the Clippers, what he going to sell it for? Because he bought it for over $2 billion. But he gonna lose money on the deal. So, but you you bought above the 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 value, value. price of oh, it. Yeah. Once you buy it above the one point six billion, one point six billion uh-huh. price, mm-hmm. that's it. You can't make your money back. How? Oh, okay. How? Oh, okay. You paying over the value of a property. So now the property has to increase. Well, and what's the guarantee? Like if you buy into Cleveland right now, Kyrie already said he won't out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So unless you wouldn't buy, I mean, you're not gonna buy, but unless the team is like going to win like several championships and all of that. Well, why you y'all talking to me? Because you're the no richest person team. on the show. I, don't, I ain't got that kind of money. Because we can't do it. Yeah, so we live. Yeah. I don't have a billion dollars. I don't have a group. I don't know nobody. <laughs> So you're I'm out, a, okay. I'm over here struggling with so, the wing stop. I, you know, I can't be over here talking to you about no wing team. <laughs> yeah, because like Justin Timberlake, he owns part of the Grizzlies, uh-huh. Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. didn't Jay-Z own part of an NBA team? I think he sold it, though. When he, he had did. to sell it. Yeah, because the, the uh, Rock Nation, yeah. the sports agency. Yeah. It was yeah. a conflict. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay, all right. So what have we learned that Steve will not... Be buying, Be a, buying sports a sports team. team. Okay. <laughs> Woof. Oh. <laughs> We're going to move on. Let's go, nephew. <laughs> Buckle up. Hold on tight. Here it is. Strawberry letter. I said it. Thank you, nephew. <laughs> Subject, cheating husband. Dear morning crew, I've been with my boyfriend for six years living together. He bought a house and we started to go to church and got married in that church to Luther's song, So Amazing. Three months into the marriage, my husband started to cheat on me with a 24-year-old woman who is the same age as his daughter. I find out this New Year's Eve if he left me sleep to be with her. The next time he told me um, 
it was the church's fault we got married. No, no. That ain't what it said. The yeah. next time he told me. Read the letter like it's written. I'm don't, tr- don't try to help. <laughs> I know it's hard for you because yeah, you speak real properly. You want me to read the letter, Shirley? <laughs> Sure, I tell yeah, you what. Read the letter, let me, Steve. Let me read this letter. Because, see, you you don't do good with broken grammar. This is why I come in. Go ahead. Dear morning, crew. I've been with my boyfriend for six years living together. He bought a house and we started going to church. And he and got married and got married in that church to Luther song. So amazing. Three months into the marriage, my husband started to cheat on me with a 24-year-old woman who is the same age his daughter. I find this out New Year's Eve if he left me sleep to be with her. The next time he told me it the church fault we got married. He blamed in on God and stopped going to church. Well, now it four months later, little Miss Sunshine is gone. He back in church and need my help. I still have feeling for him, but the trust is gone. Part of me wants to leave. <laughs> what should I do? That's how you read the letter, Shelly. Uh, read that last line. Read the last line. What should what what should I do? <laughs> Yeah. You See, part of me wants to leave. What sure I do? Sure. Thank you, Steve. Yeah. See, now, see, you ain't want to do that. You got to read the letter. So then yeah, that's going to affect my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm really sorry this young lady had to go through this pain. I really am. And I understand how she still might have some feelings for him because he is still her husband. But in this case, you have to think about yourself. You really, really do. You can't allow this man to treat you anymore. He can't to, to mistreat you anymore. You have to stand up for yourself. You, you have to believe that you deserve better and no one should treat anyone like like this. Uh, uh, this has to do with you and the choices you make for the rest of your life. So all I can say to you is ask yourself this. You know, he says he needs your help now. But what does he need your help for now? He wasn't thinking about that when he was cheating on you three months into the to the marriage. So you got to think about it that way, Steve. I know it's late. Go ahead. No, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> You, oh, don't worry about that. All of my answers going to be done on the second half. Okay. See, you don't even have to worry. When a person writes like this, your you answer have to be like different. that, though? Well, you well, she want me to talk. She listening. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Aunt. She talk to her the way she talked to you, man. Okay. <laughs> when, we, when we do come to back, <laughs> the strawberry ladder will be for next <laughs> for two. All right, part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. This letter here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with Steve Harvey's second part of his response to this crazy strawberry letter. Right now, let's go, Steve. Well, this uh, crazy written letter deserves to be answered in the same way. So let's read this letter and go down the line. Dear morning, crew. I've been with my boyfriend for six years, living together. He bought a house, and we started going to church and got married in that church. Okay, right here. If you got married in that church, marry means to become happy. See, you got married in the church, y'all got happy. Y'all should have gotten married at the church. See, then with this letter already. To the Luther song. So amazing. Okay. Which Luther are you referring to? Because I thought you was talking about Luther Bates. 
Because Luther Bates used to sing at the Holiday Inn Express up in Cleveland. And I think what's really amazing is is that you are even writing. I find that to be amazing. Uh, Three months into the marriage, my husband started to cheat on me with a 24-year-old woman. Now, Shirley, you said you wanted to talk to this young girl and help her out. She's not young. She's grown. Yeah. Because she's a full grown woman. She I mean, is. talking about up in age because she was she got cheated on with a man cheated with a twenty four year old woman. I same age as his daughter. Mm-hmm. I find this out New Year's Eve if he left me to sleep uh. to be with her. <laughs> well, see, baby, most men ain't gonna wake you up and then <laughs> notify you on New Year's Eve that I'm going out. That's that's why he didn't do that. The next time he told me it, the church fault we got married. See, then, baby, that's why he going to the hell. Going to the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Then she said he blamed in on God and stopped going to church. This is starting to hurt my head. Okay, yes. (laughs) Now, four months later, little Miss Sunshine is gone. He back in church and need my help. That's why you should tell him, lady, to kiss to your behind. (laughs) I still have feeling for him, but the trust is gone. Part of me wants to leave. What sure I do? Well, I for sure don't know what you sure to do. <laughs> but to hell with he. <laughs> with he. And tell he to kiss back <laughs> yo the what? crack. What? What? Damn. <laughs> Okay, uh, we're moving on. We're moving on. Email or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at my girl Shirley. All right, come on, Steve. Introduce our girl from the top. And let me say this. My friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheryl Underwood. Steve Harvey, let me tell you something, bro. I love you so much, but y'all was breaking it down on the politics. I'm going to tell you what I heard at the swap meet, the Brewery Salon, and the DMV brothers and sisters. I heard. <laughs> Before President Trump became President Trump, he put the contest over in Moscow. Then when it went to Moscow, Putin said, hey, man, you might want to run for president. But way back in the day, Rona Barrett, that's right, I went old school on yeah. you. Rona Barrett asked 34-year-old Donald Trump, if you wasn't doing what you're doing, what would you do? He said, run for president. Uh-huh. So that has been in his mind. And then I heard y'all ask questions because Brother Sus been calling me say, you in the Republican Party, tell us what you heard. They might not have all the evidence for the collusion, but mm-hmm. it sounds like some okie doke because the street uh, players, right. the shot callers, you know what I'm saying, the big ballers say it's something going on that we don't understand what's going on. But I agree with you, Steve. You know, unless you can prove something, you know, let it go. But I think Mueller going to find something because Mueller got about 17 lawyers looking. on the case. He's, looking. He's definitely oh, looking. searching, they, yeah. The truth they is yeah. slowly searching. coming out. It's That's coming right. Out. And if you want to hear more of this political discussion, when you get the zanies in Nashville, 
that's where I'll be this weekend. <laughs> Holla at your girl. Come on, Cheryl. Good yes. time. I need to sell all them tickets out. But wait a minute. This is what I need. Steve Harvey. Yeah, Steve Harvey. Right here. Steve Harvey. I need some more money. So I, while you developing shows, I have ideas that me, Carlos, Shirley, Junior, Tommy J, all of us can get involved in. Ready? Ready. I'm, you bring You're doing the Thunderdome, do right? You're doing yeah. Thunderdome, which is a great show. The boy with the bowl that you pop the popcorn in, I'm going to need one of them. I'm going to need one of them because you can tell I watch the Thunderdomes. Why you can't have church Thunderdomes where you get your... <laughs> <laughs> what, Cheryl? You get your building fund. You get your building fund. Church Thunderdome. Because <laughs> they built them churches. Crazy. Yes, listen to me now. You can stop asking me for money because you're going to fight it out in the church Thunderdome with Steve now, you got Little Big Shots and uh, what is the, the senior citizen Little Big Shot, right? Little forever Big young. Shots, Forever Young. Okay, uh-huh. why don't you have Colin Big Shots where you let all the pimps and players and the players from the Himalayas, Tommy, and shot callers <laughs> and big ballers come in. <laughs> and they wear their outfits. It's like the play of the year. <laughs> Crazy. It's like the play of the year contest. Do you know how much fur and processed hair will be on TV uh, if you do that? <laughs> now, now, Steve Harvey, we going to need, you got Celebrity Family Feud and you got Family Feud. Why don't you play Negroes that's not in my family but show up anyway? That's scared, Carla. Yeah, yeah. Cheryl. <laughs> what? These are all shows on TV One and BET. Come on now, love. Bounce love and aspire. Come on now. We just need Steve because you yeah. got the Midas touch. Everything you touch turn to gold. So I need about two, three, four more chances. Not like I don't love CBS. Praise the Lord. Hey, listen. We celebrating in season eight over here because they opened the briefcase for me like one of them old cop shows. Remember on like Rockford Files when they used to pop that beer, clunk, clunk, and it opened the money. I was like, whoa, who money is that? They was like, it's yours. I said, stop Come lying. On now. You need to stop lying. Go they ahead, did it for me. So, Steve, yeah. I need you to produce some more stuff. Okay, I need we'll you produce some in. stuff for me. So how you feeling? Church Thunderdome. I think that's a yeah, hit. That ain't right. work. We got to go. Church Thunderdome. <laughs> yeah, Thank work. you, Cheryl. We little love big you. Shots. <laughs> we love you. Bye. Pimpin' little big shot. Yes. <laughs> Crazy. Negroes that's not in yes. my family, but <laughs> show up anyway. Church Thunderdome. <laughs> Sister Bye, Odell Cheryl. in the building. Work. She's coming up next. We got to go, Cheryl. Bye. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Milo. <laughs> Jesus. Great day in the morning. Turn it up a little bit for me, cat. Lord Jesus, that boy sure can't whip that off. Can't you feel him? Mm-hmm. I know that's right. Good morning, everyone. Ooh. Morning, Sister Odell. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, Junior. Morning, Sister Odell. How you doing today? Let's try it again. Hi, Junior. M- morning, Sister Odell. How you doing today? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He dropped. Trying mm-hmm. to drop it in there a little bit. You close <laughs> well. That's better. Tommy, hi, boy. Yes, ma'am. How you doing, Sister Odell? Good, good. Hi, Cardi. Hey, Sister Odell. See, little Tasha been in there today, just as pretty. Look at her growing up. Aw, thank you, Sister Odell. 
Lord Jesus. <laughs> well, she is Carla's so daughter. She is Carla's daughter. You were seven. She's nine. She's nine. Oh, she's nine now. Oh, Lord. Well, that's pretty strong for nine. She got it from her mama. Well, you just got it from your mama, I guess. Lord Jesus. Hi, baby. My baby just waving. Mm -hmm. She can't hear the show. Thank you. Uh -huh. She got a hair says on doing something else. Lord Jesus. She's on Musical.ly. This is this new thing. Prayer changes things. <laughs> We're going to pray for her that she stay right there and she become Monica. <laughs> oh, she's way past Monica. <laughs> yeah, she mm, They tied for first. I know. Shirley, how you doing? I'm well, thank you, Sister Odell. Thank you. Well, what's going on today? Oh, man, it's, it's a lot as always. Mm -hmm. um, Go ahead. Look across the waters. Hey. That's your girl, uh, Queen Elizabeth. Who? Queen Elizabeth, the, the queen. queen. The queen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, she she knows um, how to prolong her life, uh, the secret to longevity, let's say. Oh. She's 91 years old, you know. Wow. And uh, she says that she hasn't worked a day in her life. That's one of the things. Mm -hmm. she's well, ain't worked. that special. I know. <laughs> right, she's I know. a queen. I know. <laughs> and then she says, uh, get this, Sister Odell, she drinks alcoholic beverages a day. Uh, four of them. The queen? Every well, day. if you ain't got to go to work, well, you got to do something. <laughs> Every day. But this is how she's saying she's pro prolonging her life. Longevity. Careful. Longevity. Really? Uh, mm -hmm. Mm hmm You ain't worked a day in your life. You're uh -huh. rich as hell. <laughs> and you trying to figure out why you still here? Is she still the richest woman in the world, huh? She ain't done nothing. She probably get stretched and do yogi. <laughs> yoga. At 91? Yogi. <laughs> she probably doing yogi, getting stretched, and she drinking. <laughs> it's yoga. I sister. guess she will. But that's what I said. You said yogi. It's yeah. yoga. I like the bath. Yogurt. She doing she doing yogurt. You what is you talking about? Yogurt? No, no ma'am. No, not the food, not the, uh, <laughs> the So she done ate yogurt. Dairy. That's why she's still here. No ma'am. You said yogi and I'm saying. Well I'ma tell you something. She look every bit of ninety one to me. <laughs> why she playing? She might still be here, but she ain't wearing it that well. <laughs> For somebody that ain't done nothing, she sure look woe. But don't you like her wardrobe, Sister Odell? She always has a matching hat and coat and bag. She rich. <laughs> she rich and she ain't done nothing. She ought to be able to match. You ain't been to work. You got time to lay your outfit out. <laughs> Hell, how you can't put a blue hat with a blue dress? She ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> she don't get up till the sun's shining. She ain't in there getting dressed to fluorescent lights. She probably got somebody to do that for her, too. Yes, ma'am. Oh, she up in here bragging like she looking all that good, like she looking every bit of 60. <laughs> Wearing well, 91 of her, I thought she was 100. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend Pearl looked better than her. And Pearl been hustling her whole life. Not Pearl. Pearl and been a stripper. Pearl had two brothels. Pearl and been saved and and crossed back over and got saved two more times. And now Pearl, Pearl looked better than her. Pearl's black don't crack. How old is Pearl? Pearl in 97. Oh. Pearl in 97 look way better than the queen. Is Pearl still working? Is she still working? She Pearl. just got part ownership in the brothel. Because <laughs> <laughs> she saved, you know. She sold it to her granddaughter. <laughs> Reese. Reese? Yeah, the new brothel is called Reese. Oh, Cup. my God. <laughs>
Oh my God. You know, the Queen's husband, Prince Philip, you know, he stopped. He's like 92. So he's, he's, still, he's still living. You don't even hear nothing about him. Yes, ma'am. He's still living, but he stopped like all his official duties as Prince and her husband and everything. Because he he's. Yeah, he's, hell yeah. Yeah. He, he ain't decrepit. no more? No, he decrepit. No, he's, he's her husband. <laughs> he fell off bad. <laughs> his 92 showed up. He had been a 120. <laughs> Oh, they over there living like they in dog years. <laughs> they doing oh. hard years like they serving time. Need to come on out the castle. <laughs> Is the Man. castle a prison? <laughs> no, it's the castle. They have been there looking like they doing hard time in there. They have a lot of servants, you know, a lot of ladies in oh, waiting and oh, my all God. these kinds of people that just wait on them. They don't even ladies have to dress waiting. themselves. Yeah. Pearl been had that. What do you mean? At the brothel, they was ladies in waiting. <laughs> waiting for waiting what? On what? <laughs> waiting on waiting on tricks. <laughs> Trick come on in so he can get served. I, I always disagree with Pearl's lifestyle, but she said, hey, sweetie, got to do what I got to do. <laughs> oh my he God. said the grind is real. <laughs> you guys have remained friends all these years. Oh, me and Pearl still friends because forgiveness is in my heart. I know what she used to do. Uh -huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you got to get it right. That's right. My shout segment is shout now. Really? Mm -hmm. Time is longer than this. You want you no. you want to come back? You got some more to talk. Yeah, if y'all okay. want me to, cause I'm you know, barely out. You know. And yes. where's Jay Anthony now? <laughs> <laughs> what is his schedule? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is he doing? He the black bastard. He just got on the show. Uh, is he taking vacation? He well, just his ass gonna mess around. Be back over there with Tom. Oh, <laughs> we'll be back. Tom and Rolling. <laughs> rolling. Uh, well, I'll be back with you. Y'all come on, sweetie. Sister Odell coming right back on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Yeah. Won't he do it? <laughs> well, he will. <laughs> and Willie won't. Oh, my God. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Matt? Wow. B-A-C-K. Yeah. Well, uh, we wanted to uh, invite you back, Sister Odell, because you lately have been complaining about back the time Back stands for black and continually killing it. Uh, one more time. Back stands for black and continually killing it. I love it. That's it's what I'm doing. Way yeah. better than the queen. <laughs> We're happy to have you back, Every bit of 91. Good, good. So what else is going on? Well, it's, it's August, so a lot of people are returning to school now. Back to school. Mm. You know, so it's a lot that has to do with back to school, back to school shopping. How was that experience for you back in the day? Oh, and I want to ask you a question, too, about that, Sister Odell. Wait a minute, hold on. What did you say, boy? Oh, uh -oh. yeah. Uh -oh. Did you go to school? Uh-oh. I got more education than you. Well, I mean, I mean, well, he has I, a college I, degree. Oh, you think because your stupid you... ass was the only Negro that came out of the arts college down there at that racist-ass Institute, Texas A&M. So you thought just because you was the only Negro to come out of there that you hot mess? They were How do you think you got in that school? They were black back then. The black ungrateful bastard. He's in the school because of black people like me paved the way. Me and Sojourner Truth and Harry Tubman out here freeing y'all monkey ass <laughs> and you sit up here and get to be the only Negro sitting up in there with them white folks like you done made it now. You ungrateful, shout high ass. 
Turtle looking son of a. You touched a nerve with that. When I go to school, yeah. it's the only what? reason you was in the school. Maybe you okay. should apologize. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. 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 So the apology sorry. accepted. <laughs> but you still remember what you said. See what happened. You remember what you said, though. But I remember everything I said. Texas A&M sitting up here, I remember mom and kids in there. Okay. I'm let you the only Negro. <laughs> but, I mean, oh, did you do, God. like, a lot of the kids, did you have your back-to-school outfit? And, you know, did you look forward to the new year for school? We didn't have out-to-school outfit. Oh, you didn't have back-to-school? A uniform. Or we sharecropped and then wore that to school. <laughs> what? Ooh, that's musted up. <laughs> I went up yeah. Uh-oh. Wait a minute, hold on. Oh, gosh. Oh, here you go again. You want to talk about who smells, huh? <laughs> I, I you know, just, he's a germaphobe. If you well, left I bet from the white field, kids smell your black ass in that class. <laughs> if you left from the field and went straight to school, that that's it that's, was the field is the reason you in school, and you keep skipping over that part, don't you? You ungrateful, black turtle looking sister. Oh, no, sister. Oh, why is he always talking about the negative or something? Imagine we got education ought to be more important than you. <laughs> we smell because we was working. Y'all couldn't take you a bath for you no went, reason. You couldn't take a shower before you went to school. We didn't. We was working up into school. <sighs> now, a lot you don't know about that. Uh, now, we want to end this conversation before you get your feelings hurt. Before. <laughs> you held back. He's very sensitive. <laughs> I want him to be sensitive. Uh-huh. <laughs> the only reason you got a shower is because we fought for the shower bill to get paid. <laughs> shower bill? That's a shower bill. Oh, I didn't know that. No, That's why they got shower showers bill. at the little white school and they let this little black ass in. <laughs> we just learned something today. Oh, my God. <laughs> the shower bill. Well, I wanted to ask what? Sister Odell about budgeting. You know, because back to school, it gets to be expensive. Uniform, mm-hmm. uh-huh. school supplies, these That's kids. Right. Clothes, yeah. The list that we have to mm-hmm. get. So Put your kids in public school. They don't need uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them do. Yeah, my daughter goes to public school. She wears a uniform. Yo, baby, really? goes to school with white kids. <laughs> well, well, that's that. a different public school. <laughs> you talking about? I'm talking you? about public public school. <laughs> <laughs> Where it's all black kids. But, but yeah. you, there are a few Mexicans. Do you like the idea of uniforms? <laughs> wait, wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. I don't like I missed that. <laughs> Say what? what? It's all, you, you in a public school with it's all black kids and a few Mexicans. <laughs> That's a public school. You're in a school with white kids and you quit calling it public. You're getting a quality education and white kids gonna make sure of that. As soon as they put some white kids in the school, they upgrade. You put black oh semesters in the school, you ain't gonna see a fresh book for oh six my God. years. Boy, he's telling the truth. You ain't gonna see a book for where? You ain't gonna see a fresh book for six years. Now that's a shame, sister. Oh, Odell. No. That's, that's so you need to go to a public school where all your school, all your books got duct tape on. Uh, <laughs> man, anyway. Yeah. Oh Thank my you, goodness. Budget. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, well, so you telling me the budget? That's what you said. Just the budget. Yeah, no, just just if you can, you know, if you're struggling with sending your kids to school. Mm-hmm. You know, then you got to just send them to public school. Martin Luther King Elementary, <laughs> the Journey Truth Academy, you know, Buster Rhymes Middle School. <laughs> middle and then, school. you know, if you want to, if you just want to skip cool, you can just send your kids down to the R. Kelly singing. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> 
I think I'll pass on that one, that last yeah. one. Wasn't sure, that yeah. crazy? I couldn't believe that. Yeah, well, he's denying everything, you know. He's I ain't mad. I like all Kelly personally. You do? You do? Yeah, personally. Mm. But story-wise. <laughs> story-wise? What's that know, mean? I, I don't know what to make of it. You know, I like him, you know what I'm saying? I don't see nothing oh, wrong. Oh, you, like his, oh, you yeah. like, his, like his music. Oh, that yeah. boy can write a he song. He makes great music. Oh, yeah. that boy talented. But, Miss Sister Odell, why are you listening to secular music like that? R. Well, Kelly? you know, every now and then, you know, you have to keep up because I change circular songs into Christian songs. Oh, I wrote several oh. here. Oh, oh, like what? I believe I I don't go- see nothing wrong uh-huh. keeping good. Jesus on your mind. <laughs> okay. I don't see nothing wrong. See that there? That's a hit. Yes, Step in the name of love. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, but I, you know, that wasn't that good for me. Was, oh, you didn't. Uh, what? You didn't. That was that one was of his biggest you know, hits. You know something, you know something, Tommy? It seems like I say a lot of stuff that surprises you. <laughs> <laughs> but let me go on and cut this little surprise moment out. I've been knowing your mama Kate for a number of years. Oh. So now just let me go on that well, I'm just going to try to bring something to hurt you a little bit, knock you down. So next careful. time you run up on me, no, nah, you be careful. <laughs> careful about my mama. Man, this ain't about your mama. This is about you. She didn't want you. <laughs> oh, oh, God, we got to go. Oh, oh my God. Thank you, Sister Odell. My mama wanted me. You're going to wear that to bed tonight. We have to go. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Jesus. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, check this story out. This is interesting right here. The NBA's GOAT, greatest of all times, I think we can all agree, was Michael Jordan. Well, anyway, Michael Jordan has responded to LeVar Ball's claim that he could beat Michael Jordan in a one-on-one oh. game. What? What? You will not be quiet. What? <laughs> what? During a Q&A session at a, uh, Michael Jordan's flight school camp, a kid asked MJ about LeVar and his sons. Jordan replied, you've got to understand the source. He played, I think, in college, maybe? Uh, he averaged like 2.2 points a yeah, game. Really? Yeah. Really? That's what he's <laughs> really? saying, it, it doesn't yeah. dignify an answer, but I'm going to give it to you because you asked the question. This is Michael Jordan talking now. He said, I don't think he could beat me if I was one-legged. If I only had one leg. <laughs> I love that answer. I love that. Now, dog, that's a great response. Yes, it yes. is. It is. Yeah, because he, he did average two points per game. Yeah, Levar Ball. That's a guy that talks a lot. He's a father. He's with a dad. A, yeah, and you know the whole sons. thing about him getting that female referee ejected uh, during yeah. the middle of the game. I that saw was that recently. That, I, I can't believe the uh, Adidas people would even do something like that. Yeah. It was foul. I saw I, it. that. Yeah. Was yeah. I didn't crazy, see that. Man. And, and that guy. I mean, he just he didn't like it. her call or something. I mean, he and what he said about the boy the interview where they had him outside the building, but uh-huh. the two black dudes was behind him, uh-huh. his boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they was on camera listening to him talk. Them was two dudes that was not in agreement with nothing. <laughs> he I wish you could see the two dudes yeah. behind him. Man. Wow. And his sons have to be a little embarrassed. Come on now. Well, they've know. been dealing with this guy all, well, their, all their lives. First of all, let me say this about him. He's a great father. I think so. I yeah. think he's a great father. I do too. I he's think there. He's, been, he's showing up. I think he's been up. a yeah. great coach to his sons. Yeah. I have to give him that credit right mm-hmm. there. I have no yeah. problems yeah. with yeah. it. 
He kind of reminds me of Joe Jackson and uh, the Williams sisters' dad, Richard. Nah, he a little bit mm. more than that. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what he puts me he in the mind of. Extra. But yeah. Because he he's, he's really making some statements. Like he said, his son that got drafted number two. Who did he go to? To the Lakers. To the, to the Lakers. Lakers. To the Lakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got drafted number two. He's better than Steph Curry. Okay. Sir. <laughs> Sir. Sir. I think he's just Isn't he putting talking. a lot of pressure on his son? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's just talking, though. No one. <laughs> drafted. No one is better than Steph Curry. Nobody you, drafted you, is you, better you than Steph Curry. You can't find <laughs> nobody better than him in the league at what he do. Right. Yeah. At his what peers. Steph champ. Curry does. Yeah. yeah. There is none better yeah, at what he does. Yeah. As a jump shooter, Man. there is none better at what he does. As an illusionist with the basketball mm-hmm. and escape artist, there's none better no. than Steph Curry. Now, you may question his defense not being as good as his offense, uh-huh. but when your offense is that good, how could your defense be equal to that? Question. No. Yes. Would you ever have him on your talk show? Hell who? The LeVar dad, Ball. LeVar Ball. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. Yes, yeah. okay. Oh, yeah. It's on this always, show, too. It's uh, always on this good. Show. Listen, yeah. when you have two chances to listen to two ignorant people talk, <laughs> you should tune you should in. Tune in. <laughs> I would love, love, love to see that and hear that, Steve. You know, the good yeah. thing Make about that it is, happen. though, his yeah. son does uh-huh. not boast like that. I, I like the exactly. way he's vocal. Yeah. Lonzo exactly. has a very cool head. Yeah. You know, he has a lot of stuff in front of mm-hmm. him, you know, coming to his NBA season, his mm-hmm. first NBA season. So, yeah, he's keeping a real level head about uh-huh. the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Now, as soon as he get enough money, he gonna tell his daddy to shut up. As <laughs> soon as he get that first to be head. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> he gonna have to shut up, daddy. Come on, Pop. <laughs> Come on, Like LeBron Pop. told his mama, hey, LeBron yeah. told his mama sit down yeah. in the middle of the game. Bitch, yo. Yeah. All right, we have to go. We'll be right back. Um... We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's a a new study, guys. You know, I'm always coming up with these studies, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, According to a new survey, 84% of men think that they are the primary grocery shoppers in their household. What? Grocery Uh shoppers? Yeah. Yeah. What? Where'd they come up with that? I'm Uh, the primary reason we have groceries. Thank you. Okay, now I I get that. Other than that, I ain't worth a damn. (laughs) Clean up on aisle seven (laughs) and all of that. No, not at the grocery store. Survey also showed that uh, that about two-thirds of men say they shop from a list They've made, and 77% of guys are buying ingredients so they can prepare meals for others. Wow. Really? Well, if I if I go to Fresh Market and I'm barbecuing, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How about time I go in there? So all the guys on the show cook? Yeah. Yeah, I cook. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't necessarily. I, I, and I one female cook. There's two females. We got on one that show. don't ever go to the grocery store. <laughs> Whatever. I'm a great griller. Yeah. Uh-huh. Great barbecue guy. And I could cook. Foods, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Tommy thinks he can cook everything, but you know. Tommy's Tommy pretty good. Tommy can cook. cook. Yeah. He can really cook. Can now, cook Tommy, too. do you do the grocery shopping since you cook so uh-uh. well? I make out the list, though. Well, who go get it? Jackie go get it. I make out the list. Oh. Okay. Okay. What about you, Junior? I got to go. Who going to go? Anybody <laughs> <laughs> else in there? Yeah, I ain't got you won't eat. You won't eat, huh? Uh, no, say, I ain't going to say, you can make out the list and lay it on the counter. <laughs> <Lay it. laughs> yeah. I just be there. Better go get your ass in that car and drive. <laughs> Do you like grocery shopping? But you, I, I, I don't really care for the grocery store, but, you know, like, you know, know you either. got to go in there to eat. Yeah, no, you, they, you can go. have it delivered now, Junior. Yeah. There's, there are all kinds of apps on Oh, no, phone. no, I got to go see my There's food. some women oh, in the store. 
I'm, I'm, I'm from, I'm from the south. I got to go in there and look at these. I got did to go you, feel that, that. Uh, there's some women that in the pepper. store. Did you hear the nephew? There's some women in the grocery store, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is love connection going you know, on. Where's yeah. the best? What what is the best aisle? Where produce. eight produce, produce, eight. produce. Eight. up around up around them, up around them cucumbers. That's right? the lady. Up them cucumbers. That's the lady that keep that fine girl to keep boxing up all the pimento. Uh huh. <laughs> that aisle. <laughs> She can't wonder why I'm coming down there every five minutes. I ain't bought nothing, put nothing in the bag. <laughs> That's it. That's I, your girl. Hey, can uh, I, can I, I, I throw something out? Uh-huh. Yeah. Off the subject a little bit. Yeah. Okay. You know what I really need out here in L.A.? What? I need a great stretcher. A person who stretches oh. people professionally. Oh, okay. To That's get good stretcher. I need a good stretcher. Okay. You're going to be taking yoga in a minute, boy. Can you... Uh, what? I just well, need a stretches. good stretch. Monica, how, how how could I get stretching information sent to the show? What's the best way? You, you just did it. You just did it. No, yeah. I said, how could I get... Hey, Tommy, mm-hmm. I'm asking mm-hmm. Monica, <laughs> said, mm-hmm. how can I get information Here. sent the best way to the show? I'm waiting on her. I did, how, what did I say? Steve, Would you're you angry. stop it for a minute? You're angry. Oh, okay, this thing got serious. You're right, angry. Man. Go ahead, man. Do your thing. You're angry. Uh, it Calm ain't down. serious, dog. It's just a joke. <laughs> you're angry. Though. No, but why is he? Oh, this thing got serious. Let me back up. <laughs> Sounds angry. I am. Just for the joke. <laughs> oh, he's really angry for the joke. Oh, yeah, I really don't Sorry. give a damn. I really, really don't. About to stretch a dog. <laughs> Wait, what? What, Tommy? What? What does he say? Uh, listen, listen to me. He if just you all have information <laughs> of a great stretcher in L.A. who can stretch me, who does it professionally, uh, send your information at Steve Harvey FM. On the gram, on Instagram. That's go, the go to Instagram yeah. at Steve Harvey FM. Send it to Instagram if you know a great stretcher. All right, uh, we'll be back to wrap up the show with just one more thing. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, just one more thing. Time for just one more thing, Steve. Have you heard about this? This is for all you Dirty Bird fans out there, fans of the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, this season, the new stadium opens for the Falcons. Congratulations. All right, all right, yeah, all right. congratulations. Earlier this year, the team announced that the stadium will feature the cheapest prices for concessions in the NFL. <laughs> the cheapest, okay? Oh, that's cool. For yeah, fans. that's really good, especially if people want to go to see the games live. Everyone applauded the move and thought the Falcons were wonderful for offering $2 hot dogs. Nice. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. How, how much do they normally cost? Seven, sure. eight, nine, eight ten, ten, eleven. Ten. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Game stadium food <laughs> concessions is high. Uh-huh. Okay, so eat before you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you want to eat. In, it's like yeah, it's part not, of it. Yeah, part I know. Of the part of the whole experience. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. eating before you go yeah. ain't no fun. You got to yeah. get your hot dog. Yeah. yeah. So they said they were going to offer $2 hot dogs until they learn how much uh, the Falcons are, are, are charging for tickets to the games. The team will not be selling single-game tickets this season. Instead, what? nope, nope, nope. Instead, fans will be required to buy season tickets. How you going to do that? You're going Hold to. Hold on. <laughs> what? I, Hold on. That's not all. That's not all. That's not all. Fans will also be required to buy personal seat licenses, which is money paid up front for just the right to buy the tickets. This is crazy. Let me ask you this, though. Uh-huh. To see the A-ragged ass <laughs> <laughs> Well, they the did Falcons? go to the Super Bowl, though. Uh, yeah, they, they went to the Super Bowl yeah. last year. They did. What, you talking about the Super Bowl, the one they lost? <laughs> The, the one, the one, the one that they was winning twenty eight three at halftime. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that one right there. The yeah. very one. That very one. So now the these is football one. tickets we talking. Yeah, yeah, yes. for the games, for the these season. These are a lot of requirements. 
Okay. 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 So these personal li- seat licenses range in price from five hundred dollars to forty five thousand dollars per seat. Who got that kind of money? I don't know. Amazingly, they've nearly Who sold. Who that much? Well, listen. <laughs> Who can? Oh, wait, wait. They've nearly sold each and every one of the sixty-one thousand available season tickets. Oh, so well, someone cares that much, okay? They got some loyal fans. Yeah, they baby. do. Okay. Well, when they do be. sell out, all the money raised by the personal seat licenses will pay a cool two hundred and fifty million dollars into the pockets of of the owner. Okay, look, I know I know they got a new stadium, but you can't get all the money back this season. Well, it sounds well, like they're done. trying to. You know what yeah. I mean? That's great. Come on, man. That's what they're trying to do. Come That's on, what Arthur they've Blank. Done. Come on, Arthur Blank, for real. Yeah. That story yeah. was... Mm. That's God. crazy, right? But, Steve, you can afford it. I know you don't care that much, but, but just say you had the time. No. You wouldn't do it. For what? Just say you had the time to go well, to a football, football game. You and love you lo- I mean, you know, you want to go and have that... I if you want to pay your money for that, you can do that. It's well, your money. Yeah. Y'all ask me. Yeah. I, I can't pay that much money for no tickets. It, it if makes no you sense. had it. No. If not, you had no. it. If for you were balling like that. For the taxes. $5,000 to get just the right to buy the ticket. Yeah. For yeah. what the 5000 for? The right. So you can resell yeah. your ticket, I guess. You buy oh, a no, ticket. No, that, that, no. Right? Couldn't you First you that? get a license. No, especially not the Texans. Oh, hell no. The Texans. <laughs> oh, okay. No. What, the Cowboys? Who Who do you I like? I hate the Cowboys. Oh. I, man, please. With with everything in it. <laughs> man? What? Ooh, them Cowboys because the fans. Cowboys. But let me explain something to you now. Because I'm from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. They used to be in the North Division with Cleveland. Okay. So. They was our rivals. I, my whole life as a little boy. The Cowboys oh. was my rival. Okay. So I, I grew up hating them. And now that I'm an adult and have lived in Dallas. And they came to my club. Uh-huh. <laughs> Irvin, Smitty, mm-hmm. all of them. Mm-hmm. They used to come to the club. Mm-hmm. I hated them when they came. <laughs> I liked them individually. I mm-hmm. love Michael the, Irvin. But yeah. as a team. I love the players. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Emmitt Smith, man, yeah, is you guys a great are friends today. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. a great guy. His wife, Pat, is uh-huh. wonderful. Yeah. Uh-huh. I see her in the gram all the time. Uh-huh. Her and Marjorie, cool. They uh-huh. yeah. beautiful. Cute. Love him. Uh-huh. That star. I ain't got nothing to do Man. with it. You put that uniform on and that number 22, <laughs> and I start losing stuff for you. That's why every time I talk to him, he got regular clothes on. <laughs> he can't put that uniform on. He can't rock his jersey. He put that 22 on. I start feeling some kind of way about you. And then, man, when we was at this uh, event together. <laughs> he can't that wear his so jersey crazy. around. Hold on. You know how crazy that Hold sounds. Hold on. Me and Emmy Cool, we, we was at this big event, Magic's 25th anniversary of him and Cookie, right? Oh, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. We're at this big event. We doing the after party now. Mm-hmm. I got tucks on. Everybody tucks though. I got two cigars. What yeah. is you doing? Because <laughs> they was doing a Soul Train line. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I had one cigar, uh-huh. but Atomic Dog came. <laughs> so what happened? What had happened? Next thing you know, <laughs> I had two cigars. <laughs> and I was coming down the Soul Train <laughs> line <laughs> as a cue. <laughs> I came down. With your knees? Oh. Emmett huh. Smith being a Sigma said, oh, man, you ain't got to do all that. <laughs> and he won Dancing with the Stars, so you know. Oh, I yeah. turned to Emmett without even realizing it, and I had to apologize after Uh-oh. Emmett said, oh, you ain't got to do that all that. I said, man, shut your punk ass up. <laughs> <laughs> Be your boy? Come my dude. <laughs> 
But Atomic Dog was on, and I was coming down the line. I was queued up. You I were was in the moment. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I was queued up. Oh, man. And I had to apologize. Yeah. Too, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So that would be no to the season. T- yeah, <laughs> I think yeah to, <laughs> to, to no. bring us back. Yeah, oh, still no. Wow, I mean that's you know. a lot of money. That is man. a whole lot of money. Even with the two dollar hot dogs, that's still a well, whole lot. It needs to be. T- yeah. It needs to be free. free. <laughs> now I pay for a skybox. Oh yeah, that's a football it. game because I can watch the instant replay on on the TV. On the TV, yeah. yeah. Preseason is around the corner, right? Thursday starts. Oh, this soon. Wait a minute. What? Yeah, start today. Hey, to All me. right, we gotta go. Let's have a great weekend. Do your best. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroesfilm.com to get tickets now. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The labor shortage is impacting every industry, and that's leading to missed calls, long wait times, bad customer experiences, and missed opportunities for your business. We're Ruby, the live virtual receptionist company, and we're your smart solution to the shortage. We answer all your calls and chats, take messages, and transfer calls 24-7. We're just like an in-house receptionist, only better. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby.